Good morning. Welcome to Game Changer. I'm David Villa here with Diana Villa, and we're going to talk about the wisdom to walk it out. The wisdom to walk it out. I guess the opposite of that would be, you know, lack of wisdom, tripping up. Uh, run the other direction. <laughs> run the other direction. Um, s- stop running, lay down, take a nap. Um, there's a lot of things, but we're going to talk about specifically the wisdom to walk it out. Hopefully this will help you today. And I believe that, you know, I believe this, I believe that, you know, we're going to learn something today with regards to how the Holy Spirit works and how the Word of God operates. And that is that He wants us to ask, you know, and specifically He, you, you may, you may, He may know because He does, and you may you may want him just to figure it out on his own or help you on your own. But the reality is I know in my experience of walking with the Lord, he, uh, he wants us to ask. And when we do ask, he'll give us the wisdom to walk it out. So I guess let me start this by saying, have you ever found yourself? And I know this is a resounding yes across the board. And maybe you're there now. Have you ever found yourself in a situation or season and you've thought, I'm just not qualified for this? You know, have you, have you ever been there? And again, I think that's a pretty pretty resounding yes across the board, right? We've all been there. We can all relate to that. You know, I'm not qualified for this. Maybe it was a new job, um, you know, or the feeling you had when you, you became a parent. You know, I know that we were young when you were, um, when we got married and you were 17 when you got pregnant and, you know, we had our first and then subsequently our second. And, you know, and you begin to think, I'm not, I'm not ready. Maybe you're getting married. I know our, our son um, is getting married next month and he and his fiance and, you know, uh, maybe you have that apprehension in your, your life. Maybe you're saying, I'm not, not ready for this or, um, you, you know, whatever it is, you know, that feeling that I'm not ready for this or I'm not qualified for this. Not that I'm not ready. I'm not qualified. Or even when you first stepped out on your own as an adult, right? I know, um, you know, a couple of our guys here are younger in the studio here and, you know, you can relate to that. I can remember back to that. Um, you know, it can seem daunting when you're in charge and people are looking down to you, I'm sorry, looking at you for answers. And, uh, but you have questions as well. So um, I want to, you know, land on Solomon today as we talk about the wisdom to walk it out. And so Solomon could relate to this feeling, you know, um, when his father, King David, I mean, you're talking about David, you know, you and I went to Israel three years ago. And I mean, there's still a lot of a major tradition with the Israeli people with David. I mean, his, his name is on, on things. I mean, he's, 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 he's probably the most famous king Israel's had, you know, as far as a physical ruler. And, you know, here's his son, Solomon, and Solomon has these big shoes to fill. And in 1 Kings 3, we read how God came to Solomon in a dream, and he asked him this question. He said, what do you want? And that's the question I want you to ask yourself today. What do you want? want. And then he went on to say, ask and I will give it to you. And really quick, Solomon was overwhelmed, you know, with the new leadership role, having to fill the shoes of his dad. And so he responded to to the offer of God, you know, kind of like a genie lamp experience, right? Where he rubbed the genie, you know, and, and God comes out and says, what do you want? I'll give it to you. I'm not really sure what I would ask for in that situation. You know, maybe there's things that you can ask for that you think you need, but Solomon looked at the task in front of him and he said, Lord God, I'm your servant. And you've made me king in my father's place, but I'm very young and I know so little about being a leader. And now I must rule your chosen people, even though there are too many of them to count. That's in um, second, first Kings 3, 7. He said, you don't have to, you know, so he's, he's like, you know, there's, there's a lot of responsibility here. And so I don't think you have to be king, right, of a country. 
and have a country relying on you to relate to Solomon. As leaders, we have so many people who lean on us every week, right? Spouses, children, parents, coworkers, neighbors, friends, people at church. I mean, I can go on and on with the list. And, you know, we're outnumbered, we're overwhelmed. And so what if God was asking the same question? That's what we're going to talk about today. That he asked Solomon centuries ago, what do you want? Right? And um, this is where a lot of us can get tripped up. And so what should we be asking for? More money, more time, more energy, more help, all the above. So as a leader, what do you pray for? It's a good conversation. Let's just uh, kick that right over to Diana there really quick. Um, I think the, I think wisdom obviously is a big thing. That's something I, I ask for a lot is like, Lord, you know, help me in this day mm-hmm. um, and inviting him in. You know, when you first start talking about not being prepared or not qualified, it was funny that you mentioned being a parent because I can remember, um, especially when our two older kids were younger, thinking, I'm not built for this. I don't know how my parents did it. Um, and I feel like in a lot of ways, um, I grew up with our two older children um, because there was so much I still needed to learn in life. Um, but what's interesting is, um, even though I had weaknesses or I felt like I didn't measure up, I had enough confidence in the Lord that, you know, he was going to see us through mm-hmm. and um, trust that, okay, I maybe don't have it all together, but somehow um, with him, I'm going to make it through. So I think one of the main things that's really important to walk it out is have confidence that no matter what comes your way, what obstacle shows up um, in that in your journey, that you have to have a confidence that the Lord is going to work it out. He's going mm-hmm. to see if you can lean upon him, if you can trust him, even when you fall and you get back up, you can place your eyes on him and he will help you. And so, you know, I think that that's really important, just having a, a confidence despite, you know, it's easy to have confidence in the Lord when everything is going really good, mm-hmm. but you have to cultivate that so that when things maybe are a little bit tougher, you remain in Him and your confidence still remains in Him, even though it feels like the whole world is caving. That's good. We're talking about the wisdom to walk it out, the wisdom to walk it out. And we're talking about Solomon, kind of jumping back into the story of Solomon, um, you know, he he was asked this question. God said, what do you want? And again, you know, what would you ask in that situation? Let's, let's look at what Solomon said. Solomon asked for wisdom. He asked for wisdom. He was looking at the task. He was saying, I'm following in my father's footsteps, right? This is, these are big shoes to fill. I'm not qualified. You know, he discounted himself. And he asked for wisdom. And wisdom is a gift that keeps on giving, right? It's, it gives you perspective in your pain, and it, and it gives you purpose for your platform. And I think that those are two, two things that are important because if you could have pain, which we all go through, and if you, don't, if you don't have perspective, if you don't put that into the proper perspective or allow that to be put into the proper perspective, then you question, right, the pain, What's the, what's the pain for, right? I, we, got, we all have pain, but we need perspective. And wisdom will give you perspective for your pain, you know, or in your pain. And that's important because we all go through pain. And the other, the other thing is we all have gifts and talents. And a lot of us, even if we don't have purpose, we have gifts and talents and we know what we're good at and we know what we can do. And sometimes we do those things just because. But if you have that platform, but there's no purpose there. You know, you begin to you begin to um, you know you begin to question why 
you know, what's, what's my reason for being here? And so wisdom will give you purpose for your platform. But look what Solomon said, Diana in verse 9. He said, please make me wise and teach me the difference between right and wrong. He said, then I will know how to rule your people. If you, listen to this, if you don't, there is no way I could rule this great nation of yours. Solomon knew he needed more than knowledge. He needed discernment. And I think we need that today more than ever as leaders. I really do. You know? Well, I think wisdom and discernment will cause you to let go of your agenda to make sure that your agenda is lining up with the Lord's. Mm-hmm. You know, we, get, we wake up, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks that, you know, we make a plan for our lives, but, you know, sometimes our plan really doesn't line up with the plan of the Lord over our lives. So I think wisdom and, and discernment allows us to recognize when we are off God's track. We may be on our track, mm-hmm. but do we want to be on our track or his track? And maybe the two intersect at times, like when we kind of get off course and we intersect back into God's way. But I feel like discernment will um, lead us to not get off the path to begin with. So I think wisdom and discernment is important to stay on track versus getting off track and then having to get back on. That's good. That's good. You know, looking at, you know, we is we have more information at our hands, right? We have, as leaders, we have more resources. You know, we're drowning in information, but we're starving for wisdom. That's good. I'm going to say it again. We're drowning in information, but we're starving for wisdom. We have, we have so much around us, but do we have the wisdom of God? You know, there's, um, we were in um, Starbucks drive through you know, a few months ago. <clears throat> I've said this a few times since then, but we, you know, we were looking at, this is, this is more a few months ago when they were still, not that there's not now, but they were more of a serious employment issue and some things going on. And, you know, we were looking in the drive-thru and we were probably 15 or 16 cars deep. And so there was no lack of demand for coffee. You know, I have my coffee this morning. You have your coffee this morning. You know, there's no lack of demand for caffeine. There were 15, 16 cars in line. And as we were waiting in line and we got up too close to the box to order, I remember looking and I, watched, and I was looking at a sign they had on a piece of paper. You remember that? And the sign had, you know, the days of the week, and, and it had the store hours, and every one of the hours said two, TBD, to be determined, except for two days. And those two days had hours of operation on it, but they didn't start until 2 p.m. It was like 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. Well, first of all, it was the morning that particular day, and I need coffee in the morning. Two o'clock doesn't really do much. I'm already, I would already be gone by then, right? But then the other days, the other five days of the week, it didn't have any hours of operation. So I looked at you, we talked about this, you know, briefly. It's like, hey, listen, this company has all the money in the world, right? They have the resources, but what they're lacking is wisdom. And it wasn't anything against them because I think that they were in the same boat that everybody was in, but as, as, as people of God, right, as, as business owners of God, and we certainly don't have all the answers, and we've certainly gone through challenges. These have been, this has been a very tough season for just a frustrating season in many ways. However, what's kept us, what's kept us in peace, I think, is God's wisdom, what's kept us moving forward. So we're drowning in information as a society, but we're starving for wisdom. And it's really hard, even for believers, to ask God for wisdom, you know, because... <clears throat> We, ne- we neglect that. I think we neglect asking him for wisdom, even though we have I access. I think because sometimes we don't want to know the answer. 
we've already determined in our heart mm-hmm. what we feel is the right way or what we need to do. So I think a lot of But times, what if it's not working? What if that way is not working? I think just <laughs> pride of of you know people in general, you know, myself included, you know, we're not beyond that, that mm-hmm. we just think our ways the right way and so we don't invite the Lord in and ask for his wisdom sometimes because we feel like we have it together and we you know, I got this. Well think about your kids. Let's let's let's, let's have a dialogue here back and forth. So you have your kids that you know grew up. I mean, you, you, we don't really know our kids' thoughts necessarily from that perspective unless they shared them with us. But think about when you were a kid. You know, sometimes the last thing you wanted was your parents' advice. You know, you take a friend's parents' advice. You take a friend's advice. You take somebody you followed, not at social media, they have it when we were younger, but, you know, someone, you know, somebody's advice that maybe was, you know, had a status or, or a star or whatever, but we were, we didn't always want to take our parents' advice. So is it maybe even that, that maybe we don't, you know, sometimes we have a relationship with God, but then we don't go to the source and ask the one who knows. Well, I didn't want to listen to my parents because I thought I was right and they were wrong. So I think it goes, still goes really? back. Yeah. I think that sometimes I thought, yeah, that's nice, but you're out of touch and mm. I think this is the right answer. So sometimes yeah. we didn't want to hear our parents' voice because we didn't want, we didn't want to go their path. We didn't believe that they were, you know, in tune with what was going on in, in our generation or whatever. And I think sometimes because God is so big and, been around like sometimes we even probably approach God that way like you don't really get it God I you're mean, like, ancient yeah you're you're, you're ancient <laughs> uh you're not living in 2023 Literally. you know come on it's, God a lot's you're, changed you're the God of yesterday <laughs> yeah you're the God of tomorrow but I don't know about today yeah <laughs> I think that's true but I think even putting in that perspective like he was the God of yesterday and tomorrow that's because tomorrow is still far off so we, when we enter into tomorrow well, tomorrow gonna... never come yeah tomorrow never come right we we don't we we're we not worried about tomorrow like right i, I got you got to eat right your doctor says and you're like well you know what i i've got time i'm young remember when you're young oh, i can just eat whatever i wanted to Ezra, i can just eat whatever i want but you know <laughs> but because you know i'm young or whatever you know why what's wrong with eating bad or whatever you know i'm just i'm just young well young goes away right so we don't we don't think about tomorrow right we just think about today I get it. I agree. Huh. It's interesting. But the fruit of it does pop up. Yeah. Or out. <laughs> right? True story. <laughs> what are you saying? Not you. I don't understand. <laughs> um, so wisdom. Okay, so we know we need wisdom. I don't think anybody that hears this story, you're listening, you're watching right now. <clears throat> excuse me. You know, you, you're a believer and you, you go, okay, I buy this. You know, I get this. I get it. I need wisdom, right? I, I, okay, I, I understand that story. I believe that. But how many times have we been, you know, how many times have we been faced with, you know, asking God? I mean, the Bible says, even Jesus repeated it multiple times in Scripture in different ways. He said, you know, if you ask in my name, you know, what does it say? Where two or more gather in my name, I'll be there in the midst. It says where two or agree on earth, touching anything they ask, it shall be done for them. By my Father, which is in heaven. So he's already kind of put it. And all of a sudden, what, what's the other scripture? Knock and the door will be open, right? Seek and you'll find. Ask and it shall be given unto you. So there's multiple scriptures where Jesus puts that into place. And the scriptures talk about that. So Solomon, in relationship with God, was given this opportunity. How many times are we given this opportunity? Every day. But we don't go to God and we just don't ask. I think pride... 
I immediately thought of when you were just now speaking that Solomon didn't have any pride. He was smart enough to know that he needed the wisdom of the Lord to lead the people, or he says, I, I won't be able to, right? I think what hinders us sometimes from asking the Lord for wisdom is because our own pride. Mm-hmm. And, you know, pride can get in the ways of a lot of things in relationships you know, is a big deal, whether it's our relationship with our children, our spouses, our parents, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the Lord. So I think pride is a, a major blocker in seeking the Lord's wisdom because pride says I'm weak in this area. And I think we um, live in a culture that sometimes we don't want to talk about our weaknesses. We just want to um, relish in our strengths and not be able to talk about, you know, ignore our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And so I think pride wells up and that prevents us. You know, scripture and Proverbs, if we're talking about Solomon and, you know, let me give you the byproduct really quick of, of asking for wisdom. So, you know, the, the fast forward a little bit just to the other side of this prayer, when he asked for wisdom, God was impressed. You know, he came back and he said, hey, you know what, because you asked for wisdom and he said, you didn't ask for riches, you didn't ask for fame, you didn't ask for long life, but you asked for wisdom. He said, I'm going to give it to you. And then he went on to say, and I'm going to give you riches, and I'm going to give you fame, and if you follow my commandments, I'm going to give you a long life. So Solomon had these other things that maybe people would ask for, right? People would ask for riches, they'd ask for a long life, they'd ask for many things like that. So Solomon received these things because he asked for the source, and that's wisdom, but just reading, I mean, there's so much in the Bible that he was responsible for, but Proverbs obviously is huge, but Proverbs 3 um, the, the third chapter of Proverbs, the 1 through 35. I just want to read a few of these. This is verse 1 through 35, and you can read some too if you see. Um, we can just kind of take some turns. But he, listen to some of these things. This is from the wisdom that God gave Solomon. This isn't from This isn't from Solomon's own. This is from the wisdom that God gave him. He said, my child, never forget the things I've taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years. Your life will be satisfying. And he said, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. You'll find favor with both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. We're going to talk about favor next week. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. This is the verse you love, right? Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do. He'll show you which path to take. Listen to this. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body, strength for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the best part of everything you produce. Then he'll fill your barns with grain. Your vats will overflow with good wine. He just goes on and on and on. You got a couple there that stick out to you? This is Proverbs 3. To the, you know, but and it's, they're all good. I think that it's, it tells us what we need to do, and if we do that, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So he'll provide all those things or he's providing the path. He's providing the grain. So I think if we seek him and, and trust him and do what his word says to do, he will provide. What's the, the one uh, it says right here? I don't know if it is on yours. I can't read it upside down. But right here, the, 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 the script, the verse for wisdom is more profitable than silver. Do you have that in front of you? For wisdom is more profitable than silver and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare in her left. With her. With Compare her, with sorry. Her. She offers you long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her left. Left. So you know what you know what's interesting about that? 
it's it's comparing it to things of this world, like rubies, gold, right? Things that people would put value on, but it's saying it's more profitable, and nothing can compare. And I just think that that's powerful, right? That that's that's what Solomon learned by receiving wisdom from the one who could give it all. <clears throat> I just think that's powerful. I just think it's powerful. Um, we need to make it a goal. And I, I want to challenge us as we kind of begin to wrap it up. We need to make it a goal to ask for wisdom every day before we begin our day. You said you've been doing that lately? Yep. Well, th- when you go down a little bit further, it says, Wisdom is the tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. Mm. That's good. Tree of life. When I think of tree of life, I mean, that's like, that's a big deal. That's like, you know, you're rooted, you're grounded. It's like everything that you need, that wisdom is what you need to carry you through. And it's something, it's just one thing, but it's, it's, it's life. It's breath. It'll lead you. It'll guide you. Um, it'll keep you. It'll comfort you. I mean, I can, you can probably go on and on that wisdom will, you know, wisdom will cause you to, you know, and, Ashton brought a video into our um, company meeting yesterday, and it was about changing, you know, what you're asking instead of saying why, what. Wisdom will cause you to ask what mm-hmm. versus why, God, why me, right. why this situation. I think wisdom will cause you to question the what to get yourself out of it, right? To to trust on the Lord to help you through it versus mully grubbing and you know sitting down taking a nap and wallowing in it. Wisdom will cause you to get back up, yeah, and not sit in it. That's really good. So make it a goal to ask for wisdom every single day before you begin your day, right? It's, it's, if you really build this into your life as a discipline, I'm working on this right now. There's a lot of things I've done and built into my life as disciplines. And there's many, many things that, that I need discipline in my life on. But this is one thing I'm working on right now in this immediate season that we're in currently asking for it every day. <clears throat> not wishing for it, not thinking about it, not like dwelling on it, but literally asking for wisdom every single day. Make it a habit, and that's the thing. Make it a habit. Develop that habit of asking for wisdom. We don't just need it for God's people. We need it to lead ourselves. And so you can see Jeremiah seventeen nine for that. And don't just ask for wisdom. Look for it. You know, look for it. If you ask, look for it. Seek, and you will what find. And so not just ask, but look for it, seek it, and surround yourself with wise people who challenge you to grow. Proverbs eleven fourteen discusses, talks about that. And so, you know, swap your phone for a book some nights, you know. Um, I know that's, that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm, I could do. Swap TV, you know, for, you know, for a book. Um, maybe, uh, you know, get into the Word of God during that time. And uh, commit- you know, I think wisdom helps you in the short term mm-hmm. with the long-term in mind. That's good. And that just came to my mind, like wisdom, you know, sometimes we can just make instantaneous decisions and we're only thinking about the immediate Mm -hmm. and we're not thinking about what those things will bring later on down the road. But wisdom not only helps you in the short term, today's decisions, but it is grounded with the focal point of what is to come. That's good stuff. So where do I start? You can start by doing, you know, asking God for wisdom, but you can also start by reading a chapter 
uh, in Proverbs every day. You know, that's something that you can, you really find, I believe, wisdom in that book. It's, it's just really chock full of that. And, um, you know, it has full of practical truths. Um, and you can read a chapter every day and ask God to, to transfer the wisdom. And he'll do this. Again, you, this is asking. This is not just reading it and, and waiting for it to happen. It's reading it, then, then, then asking God opening your mouth, asking God to transfer the wisdom from the pages of your Bible to the corners of your heart, and he'll do it. How many know he'll do it? Amen? Amen. So we talked today. I hope it was a blessing. Diana, you killed it, as always. The wisdom to walk it out. Come back next week. We're going to talk about the faithfulness that leads to favor. And then the following week, we're going to talk about an anointing for the assignment. And um, I believe that these next couple of weeks will be a blessing for uh, for you and I. And if you're watching this or listening to this, uh, please make sure you like uh, and share, you know, whether it's Spotify or Apple or YouTube. Uh, we, uh, we really would like you to do that. It helps us reach more people. If you're on social media, tag us, tag Diana, tag myself, tag our team. Uh, we just want to see what you're doing. Um, and we want to share in God's testimonies over your life. Also, you can catch us live. We record this show live um, only on the Game Changer app. You can search Android or Apple, and that's Game Changer by IPD Agency. And we do this live every Tuesday morning at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. So if you want to join us, there's a few people that join us every every Tuesday morning. It's kind of a small group. We record it in that intimate setting. And then on Wednesdays at 10 a.m., we release them to um, 99% of our audience, which is on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. And uh, if you need... Uh, more resources, download the Game Changer app as well. You can find a lot of resources there. And um, hey, let's walk this thing out. What do you say? You ready? I'm ready. You ready? All right. Hey, we're taking dance lessons too, her and I right now. So pray for us. Our son's wedding is next (laughs) month and we're taking some dance lessons. We just started that. Give us wisdom to to, to dance and sync. sync. Right? That's right. All right.